What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Top 5 at 5 with your host, Johnny Quest. Today is Monday, June 29th. Here's what you missed while you were dodging all the selfish, maskless people at your grocery store. We start today with the sweet state of Mississippi. The location of my favorite HGTV show, Hometown with Aaron and Ben Napier, and the surprising location of a surprising decision. Surprising because if you're not from there or familiar with them, you might not have realized that they still had a Confederate Beauregard battle flag as part of their state flag. Right up in the top left corner, supposedly to remember their history and mistakes but really probably to remember the good old antebellum days and technically it wasn't even official flag of the state because it expired in 1906 but no one ever really challenged it anyways the other surprise is that after decades of controversy and lawsuits the quote-unquote 1894 flag has been retired and they've formed a commission to redesign it quote lawmakers in mississippi voted to remove the Confederate battle emblem from the state flag on Sunday, clearing the way for Republican Governor Tate Reeves to sign the measure into law. The State House and Senate both approved legislation to remove the 126-year-old current flag and to form a commission to redesign it. Today, we and the rest of the nation can look on our state with new eyes, with pride and hope, House Speaker Philip Gunn said following the House vote. Quote, if they send me a bill this weekend, I will sign it, Governor Reeves said. Now, he had long opposed the idea of changing the state symbol unless it was voted on by Mississippians, end quote. But of course, it's the South. No disrespect, but they just traded one controversy for another. Instead of the rebel battle flag, now they must have the words in God we trust somewhere on the flag. And yes, this is still currently the USA model, but you know, liberals gotta lib. So get ready for a round of constant redesigns. Amazon is, you know, sitting back, looking at the landscape of their business, thinking, hmm, what haven't we taken over yet? Or are we not involved in? We've got online commerce in the bag, delivery via drones up and running, grocery stores, smart speakers, security cameras, our own generic version of everything we sell, tablets, smartphones, oops, nope, not that, Uh, our own delivery service. Oh, wait, how do we make that better? Done. Let's just buy the cheapest and highest quality talent autonomous driving startup that's available in the Valley finished. Amazon stepped up and acquired Zooks this past weekend, reportedly for only about $1.2 billion. Quote, Zooks is working to imagine, invent, and design a world-class autonomous ride-hailing experience, said Jeff Wilkie, Amazon's CEO of Global Consumer, in a statement. Like Amazon, Zooks is passionate about innovation and about its customers, and we're excited to help the talented Zooks team to bring their vision to reality in the years ahead, end quote. So if you're not for familiar with Zooks, they were working not to build self-driving cars into your everyday vehicle, but instead to build a whole new class of vehicle that never has a driver, isn't owned by anyone, and is just hailed when needed. Zooks technology also includes wheels that can turn sideways for really tight maneuvers, like true parallel parking. So this looks like a pretty big step into self-driving for Amazon, even though for 
for quite some time, this is going to need a huge investment of their money. We'll see what happens. Isn't it weird that Washington, D.C. has like no real representation in federal government? I always found that weird as a child and then kind of just grew to accept it. But D.C. residents have never forgotten. If you've never been, even their license plates have the old revolutionary statement, taxation without representation. I mean, they can vote for president and their own mayor, city council and things like that, but they have no real vote in Congress. No senator. They've got like a fake congressman that's in the house with no voting power. And technically, Congress controls DC. So even if the city does vote for something, Congress can overrule it. Kind of like Puerto Rico and other territories, except it's our nation's capital. So yeah, DC wants to be its own state. It has over 700,000 residents, more than Wyoming and Vermont, but it's about 45% black. So you can probably tell why the president and Republican leadership in the Senate couldn't care less what DC residents want. But still, for the first time, the House of Representatives approved a measure to make DC the 51st state. Now, this is the first time such a proposal has passed with either House of Congress. It would be called the State of Washington Douglas Commonwealth or Washington, DC. Quote, the United States is the only Democrat country that denies both voting rights in the national legislature and local autonomy to the residents of the nation's capital, end quote. The Senate isn't expected to even vote on this, and the president said he would veto it even if they did, but it's still momentous. If the Democrats somehow pull out a win in the Senate and presidency in November, you can count on this moving forward. So... Bill Belichick is a genius. I mean, I think we've said this before, but let's just face it. The man is skilled, both as a football coach and in handling the media, leaks, stories, and all the stuff that tends to distract. That's why on Sunday night, the NFL's New England Patriots announced that they were not going into the season with that inexperienced Jarrett Steidham, who's seriously only thrown four passes in the NFL, or even... Brian Hoyer, their third string last year. No, after teasing us for months, they announced that they were signing a one-year deal with former Carolina Panther and former MVP Cam Newton. No risk, low money, high incentives. So... Why'd they wait until now? Cam's been sitting on the sidelines for quite some time. Well, I said Bill was a genius, right? Not just because he can work with the quote-unquote reclamation projects and bring them back to stardom, but because, quote, a few minutes after the news broke, the NFL announced it was punishing New England for illegally filming the Cincinnati Bengals sideline during a 2019 game, fining the organization $1.1 million, stripping it of a 2021 third round draft pick and banning their in-house television crew from shooting any games in 2020 of course it did never a dull moment with these guys and quote true that definitely knows how to sweep shit under the rug and 
as I'm wrapping up my writing today, we find out that even though Trump has tried to stack the Supreme Court in his conservative favor, Justice John Roberts continues to be that swing vote and has been leaning to the liberal side lately and yet again struck another huge blow to the Trump administration and the state of Louisiana. This time, it was an anti-abortion bill from Louisiana that required doctors that perform abortions to have admitting privileges at nearby hospitals. And yeah, pretty much none of them do, thus making it impossible to receive an abortion process in the state. This time, though, Justice Roberts and all four liberal justices said that, quote, the law violates the abortion right the court first announced in the landmark Roe v. Wade decision in 1973. The Louisiana law is virtually identical to the one in Texas that the court struck down, with Roberts voting against it in 2016. The result in this case is controlled by our decision four years ago in validating a nearly identical Texas law, Roberts wrote, although he did not join the opinion written by Justice Stephen Breyer. A trial judge had said the law would not provide health benefits to women and would leave only one clinic open in Louisiana in New Orleans. The White House ripped the ruling in a statement from Trump spokeswoman Kaylee McKennany, who also blasted the unelected judges who ruled against the state law, end quote. <laughs> These guys are all states' rights for one thing, but not the other. They want to stack the Supreme Court for their own rules and their mission to rip out health care for millions by abolishing the ACA, and yet they complain that the Supreme Court isn't elected officials when it doesn't suit them. <laughs> wow. Hippocratomus Max. Well, my beautiful people, those are my top five news stories of the day. And let me tell you, such a huge news weekend. I mean, the vid numbers are up, but somehow the deaths and hospitalizations are still going down. And it's mostly affecting young people. So I don't know. There's totally a whole story going on there. Uh, there's freaking Russian bounties for American soldiers that we found out about. But apparently Trump's not done anything about it and said today he's never heard of this before. Crazy. Uh, Facebook is getting boycotted by tons of major advertisers. But again, I'm not sure how much that's actually going to affect them since they're mostly small and medium business. Uh, two virtual award shows were held yesterday. The Daytime Emmys and the BET Awards, which I actually caught some highlights of and looked really great with some obviously definite poignant moments. Just great timing. Oh, and they, uh, oh, they also showed that Jennifer Hudson Aretha Franklin biopic movie. Holy you gotta see that i got the link in the show notes that's gonna be a sick movie and of course it's called respect aretha even asked jay hud to play her before she died so whew, no no pressure but I, I think she nailed it anyways start of a good week as always remember to stay focused stay proud stay dedicated dodge the rest catch up with me i got you with the news